So we are having so much fun. We've got Greg Brackman on the line. He's executive chef and uh, owner of G Bar and Kitchen in Swampscott, Massachusetts, as we learned. So mm. you keep saying that. I know, but it's fun to say now. We have a list of questions, you know. We do have a list of questions. Um, just uh, some accolades for Chef. Uh, he is a culinary fight club champion. He he won pork, which then qualified him to uh, compete in the culinary fight fest where he went up against 20 of the best chefs from around the country in 2018, and he walked away with the giant trophy. Where's that trophy at right now, Chef? That uh, trophy's right in my front window in the restaurant, um, just kind of sitting there looking pretty. Um, it's, a, you know, it's a small restaurant, so um, we're only 38 seats, but uh, it's a very intimate atmosphere, and you know, there's, there's not a lot of... Uh, decoration so to speak it's really uh clean and and minimalistic just kind of like my cooking so it's it's uh it's sitting in the window so everybody can see it and uh it's definitely definitely an, an accomplishment that i'm very proud of so um have you competed in other competitions uh prior to this and and what were they or is this like your i really hadn't i mean you know i did a, a small i, I competed twice in the local uh, farmer's market, they had like a chef throwdown type of thing. Um, I won one, lost one, um, and then they, they stopped doing it. But uh, that was really That was only... after you won. They were like, we can't compete against this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it no, down. Actually, actually, I won the first year, and then I lost the second year. So um, It was but, funnier uh, my way. <laughs> yeah, it is funnier your way. Yeah, yeah you were yeah. funny. <laughs> Um, so, so Greg, we've always had some fun with you. Um, you know, you've also been able to judge some culinary fight club competitions too. Um, you know, you've been on both ends of it, you know, what would be some advice for like someone who's never done a food competition? Like, like how would you approach that? Well, I mean, the first thing is, you know, do you have a passion about food and, uh, you know, do you really have a love for cooking and, um, you know, really pleasing people? I mean, you know, I, I can think back of, of my whole, you know, cooking career. I started very young when I was 13, 14 years old, you know, 15 restaurants, four hotels later, here I am. Um, but what I've always kind of remained and kept in my head was, you know, and, and the passion and the drive that I had was, you know, to see someone uh, who I've served or cooked for to have that smile on their face or the, you know, the plate clean or just, you know, you can just see people happy. And you know what, if you can take that motivation um, and that's something that you like to do, I mean, that's something to keep in the back of your head. I mean, why, why, do, you do, every, why do you do what you do every day? I mean, you've got to love what you do. So why not bring your love and your gift um, to a competition and, and try to win something, you know, if you truly have, have the ability to do that? Now, you have this passion and this love. What's, like, what's one dish that you love to make like, that's like your go-to? God, that's so difficult. I, I mean, know. I, I change my I change my menu eight times a year. So I do uh, two menus per season. We've been open for eleven years now. It's you know that's a lot of that's a lot of menu items. Um, but I think again, going back to the the minimalistic approach to cooking is you know whatever plate I do make, I want to make sure that everything on that plate is is tasted and not overpowered by something else. So everything has to really work together. And, uh, you know, kind of marry together, really um, be, be pleasing on, on all levels. I mean, I, 
if you if you go in and, and order something to eat and there's like you you wonder like what's this thing doing on the plate or why is this flavor here or that overpowers this i mean you know it ruins the dish so you really got to kind of take a step back and 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 make sure that you're not putting too much into a plate i mean and that's what i've seen in in the competitions that i've judged you know people are just putting too much stuff on that plate like the you know, si- and, like and the sipping bite using the right thing and it's, <laughs> it's people stuff starts to get hidden you know ingredients are missed um, you know, it doesn't have to be this crazy, crazy dish with a hundred different ingredients, you know, to be good. It's got to be just the right ingredients put together at the right time and, you know, for them to work together. So, um, you know, I really love to play with, with fish being, you know, up in New England. Um, I do a day boat uh, fish special every night, um, depending on what's, what's local, uh, or local as possible or, you know, obviously, you know, different parts of the year different different fish don't swim up here people aren't fishing up here so it's like what's what's in season and and what's being caught um and i, and I like to play with the different fish every day i mean it's um i think that's that's really what i i love to work with because you know there's different fishes offer different textures and flavors and colors and um there's always something new that you can do with fish and i think uh it's it, it, it adapts to so many different seasonings you know starches vegetables um, you know, it's just being creative on a daily basis. So what is the, uh, what's the day boat fish of the day today? Today I got some, uh, you know, I got some beautiful rainbow trout from, um, from Idaho. Mm. Um, and, uh, what I did was, uh, I, I cut those, uh, basically I get the whole fish dressed. So we cut them in half. So it's the two fillets and, um, I made almost like a, like a crab cake stuffing. Um, and I, and I put that real simple, no breadcrumbs or anything like that, but I, you know, we make our own hot sauce, a little Dijon mustard, some shallots and some baby arugula, um, a little bit of lemon and, um, put that crab meat on top of the fish after it's been pan seared and then just finish it with like a lemon piccata sauce and then, uh, just dress it with some fresh, uh, baby arugula, like, you know, the, the, the not cooked, but fresh the fresh greens with a little bit of lemon, just real simple. You know, you get the, the acid, you get the creaminess from the, from the butter and the sauce, you know, the sharpness and the saltiness from, from, you know, the piccata um, or the capers. And then, you know, the crab meat and the fish, it all just kind of works real well together. That sounds delicious. Um, so do, do you guys deliver to Chicago? Cause we're going to need four orders of that today. Yeah. Right. My gosh. Well, wow. I'm going to be delivering myself to Chicago in uh, in August. But, oh, uh, what are you coming up for in August? What's I going on? I got to bring that trophy back. Oh, that's right. It's in October. It's in October. What's wrong with October, you? whatever. Oh, that was last year. <laughs> if he wants to visit us in August Thank God too, for you, Juwan, and, and or else I wouldn't know where I am. Aw. See. Should we leave the? Should we all leave the studio? Yeah, you should get so the fuck out of here. You got. Oh boy, <laughs> we're gonna have to bleep that later. <laughs> hey, you know, Greg, I want to ask you. So yep. in Culinary Fight Club, we're always looking, you know, the thing we do is looking for the most gourmet plate up. What is gourmet plate up? What does it mean to you? Like A gourmet plate up? Yeah. It's, it's really, I mean, again, going back to the cre- being creative and not uh, doing what everybody's doing. I mean, you've got to be original. You need to express yourself on that plate, and it has to look beautiful. But at the same time, you know, if if it looks beautiful and it doesn't taste good, then then you failed. 
So a gourmet plate up really has to be well-rounded and all those things. I mean, it has to look good. It has to be part of you. It has to be original, and it has to work with what's on the plate. Um, you know, I remember that that uh, burger battle we did in Plymouth, I think, last spring, and someone put a lobster tail on a burger and, and with left the, the with and the, the shell on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then mean, they couldn't know, I mean, yeah. figure out why they it, lost. It, it, you know, it looked, it looked pretty cool, but who's going to bite into a burger with shells? And then you know I had to, so. and then, I don't know if you saw this, but I had to explain to the chef because he was so mad. And I said yeah. to him, I said, okay, you serve this in your restaurant and someone bites in from the tail end. And he goes, oh, I never thought about that. And I'm thinking, yeah, they're going to be like, because if you put something on the plate, the rule is this, it has to be edible, correct? That's right. Yeah, so I looked at him, I go, is that tail edible? And he was like, no. So, you know, and again, that was a chef that was competing for the first time, you know. And, yep. and so, like, um, you've now done this a few times. You've actually, I mean, you've also won the uh, culinary fight called Black Box Challenge, which you don't even know what ingredients you're getting. What kind of advice would you give to someone that says, hey, Greg sounds like a cool guy. I want to compete just like him. What, what kind of advice would you give? I want to be give? like Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like well, Tim. Brackman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody could be like me or want to be like <laughs> Oh, there's that, there's that little Boston <laughs> attitude I like. No, you, you know, the way, to go, the way to go into it, actually, the way that I went into all these competitions is that, you know, I had to think about myself and, you know, what am I about? What do I like to do? What do I do really well? You know, don't go so outside of the box of, of your comfort zone where you want to totally impress and blow away with something that you've never done before. I mean, you know, that first competition, I make gnocchi really well. People, for years and years and years, I mean, that's what people come to my restaurant for. Um, you know, I make them very well. They're very light and, and fluffy. I call them little pillows of love. They're not like the lead bullets that you might get at uh, so many other places. And so I, I've mastered that, and, and I think I've mastered, you know, a lot of different things, just like most chefs probably have. You know, they, they, you, you have your toolbox full of stuff and, or ingredients and recipes that you're good at. Well, take those things and maybe adapt on them. You know, think of have those five, ten things in your head. I mean, the same thing like when I went on Chopped um, on the Food Network, that, you know, you, 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 you get these crazy ingredients, and you have, you know, you, you really – don't have much time to think. Um, so you really have to go with what you're comfortable with, what you've been trained, what you've perfected, and what you've been successful with, and then adapt to those with the ingredients that you're given or what, say, you know, in the pantry. Um, you know, so that's, you know, when I did that first competition, what did I bring well, as one of my secret ingredients? I brought a bag of flour because I knew that um, I was going to make gnocchi and I knew that there'd probably be potatoes in the pantry, and, and there I was, you know. So I think it's it's just kind of taking a step back and, um, you know, doing what you know best and um, putting your best foot forward with, with the skills that you have. I mean, that's it's plain and simple like that. Yeah, that first one was uh, floor pork. Remember that guy? Floor pork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the competition you won. Uh, just Who so was people... that guy that ate the stupid pork off the ground? So, you know, we do a lot Remember of that? Yeah, we do yeah. a lot of culinary competitions. The crashing table. That's right. The table fell, which has never happened. Never. A piece of pork <laughs> fell on the ground. Yeah. Someone in the audience picked up the pork <laughs> and ate, ate it. it, and then all of a sudden we had a hashtag no, that was no, called floor dipped pork. It in, dipped it in Anthony's beer. Oh, then... did he dip it in my beer? <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I had some floor pork too then. 
residual. I know. Oh, yeah. That's why he washed it off in my beer. <laughs> Apparently, I had Anthony. Someone's always messing with your beers. Right? So always. So so we are in Plymouth. It's the burger battle. I put my beer down on the table. My beer is gone. I ask who took my beer. All the judges are sitting there. No one says anything. But my beer is gone. Who, Greg, do you know what happened to my beer? Floor pork. It went right down my throat. There you go. There you go. You drank his beer. He totally did. And he sat there and like, I don't know what happened to it. He just went all Boston quiet on me. Didn't know nothing. Hey, I got a good, I got a good question here. So your, your, your restaurant's called G Bar and Kitchen. What's the G stand for? Um, well, honestly, um, the G is obviously my name, Greg. What? And then, you know, and then God for my faith in God. Oh, okay. Think, uh, Amen. And, See, uh, it God turned really, in- honestly, you know, and I, and I've been saying this for years in every interview that I've been in. And, and I mean, I really, every day it comes to my head that God gave me a gift. He really did with, you know, with the hands that he gave me and the talent that he gave me. And, um, you know, I think if it wasn't for the gift that I have, um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. So. Um, G stands for Greg and God. See, I was making a joke and it turned into a really good, see, it turned into a really good question. You just never know. You got to throw it out there. So yeah, yeah, throw it out there. That was a great question, Anthony. Thank you. See, Darla. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to circle back. I, I liked you. I said like, it's on a day boat. And I thought, how does a day boat get from Idaho to Boston? What do you go yeah, up to, exactly. do you go up the Missouri no. river through the so, great lakes? See, that's the thing. Sometimes some parts of the year, you know, it's not a, you know, it's a day boat is, you know, my day boat fish, like meaning like the, you know, you're, you're getting it that day, but you know, sometimes you have to adapt. I mean, you know, there's really nothing that really stands out right now that the trout, you know, is, is, it looks beautiful and it's coming from Idaho and that's what it is. It's not that, I, and not to make fun, it's just, that dish sounds amazing. Um, and yeah. I love the fact that, you know, you're using what's fresh, what's, what's available at that time, you know? Instead of just, you know, like some places, all they got is salmon on their menu. You walk in that restaurant, it's salmon, salmon. It's done the same way. There's nothing different. And, you know, for you, it really probably allows you to be real creative in the kitchen. Exactly. I mean, we're artists. You know, at the end of the day, I think most of us chefs will agree that we're artists. And, um, you know, we have that creative mind. And to be able to use that and put that to work, um, you know, that's, that's what makes us happy. That's what makes the day go by. You know, that's what makes us love what we do when we take something to create it. And then you have the flip side of that. When someone comes in the restaurant and changes and rips apart your, your dish to shred. I <laughs> and just want pans and plates. butter. I, mean, yeah, I just want that's, butter that's on there. The nature of the beast. Don't stuff that crab in there. I just want butter. Can you just yeah. broil it for me? Exactly. I'm going to diet. I want it well I want that well yeah. done. Can I get fish and chips with no flour and no oil? So I'm my, gluten-free. My next question was going to go to pet peeves, but I think we're in the middle of that right now. <laughs> um, what, when someone comes in and like orders a steak and they're like, I want it well done. Oh, does that yeah. as a chef, does that make you cry? That's me. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, honestly, I think something like that, the the well done steak. It at one point it did bother me because I would never ever eat a steak like that. But you know what? They're paying for it and they're spending the money and they're coming in here and that's what's putting food on my my family's table. So I kind of got got to go with it. But you know the tough, like I said before, with the the modifications and the ripping the dishes apart. I mean, like I said, I make eight menus a year and I, I spent a lot of time in in, in this business. And, um, you know, been very successful with 
the talent that I have and putting dishes together. So, um, you know, when they, when I put a dish together, I know it works together and I know the flavors are put on that dish for a reason. And when people rip those things apart, it's just, it's just so tough. Okay. Last um, follow, last follow up with this steak. Well done with ketchup. I'm yeah, trying to push yeah. you. You're good, yeah, still good with no. that? No ketchup. <laughs> no, see? You will not get ketchup with a the steak. There you go. <laughs> no ketchup I knew, with a steak. I knew I could push you, Chef, to the point. Well, I am yeah. so excited that we got to have you on the air with us. Um, Greg Brackman, executive chef and owner of G-Bar and Kitchen in Swampscott, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing like some of your insights in food sport and also uh, you know, sharing about your passion and love for cooking um if you guys are out in the area make a reservation it's only 38 seats in that beautiful restaurant so greg thank you so much for being with us thank you guys it's been great i appreciate it take care that does it for us at food sport news we had another informative show happy you could join us remember to find us on itunes stitcher and soundcloud our video podcasts are on youtube and facebook for your viewing pleasure like subscribe share because we are your source for all things food sport, which is food, fun, and plenty of competition. Until next time.